Hello, girlies. Welcome back to season three on the Level Up with Joshia podcast with your host, Joshia. And I'm so excited to have you all here. I'm so excited for this season. And this is not going to be like an episode, but this is just the introductory of what we are going to expect as we enter into season three. And I'm very excited for season three because now I feel as if that I am now in a different cycle and journey and position in my life that I am able to be more valuable to you girlies in regards to what I share and how we're going to go through this level up journey together. Now, this episode, right, we are going to go through the things that we must look for this year in everything. And this is not just in our relationships. This is just not in our friendships. This is just not with our life. This is with every single thing that we interact with on a daily basis. And let me tell you something. I remember sitting down watching the fireworks on New Year's and I got very emotional. I was to work and I was watching the fireworks on New Year's and I was emotional because I was just so happy to have 2022 over with. However, girlies, I was also reminded that if 2022 did not happen, I will not have to level up a Joshia podcast. If 2022 didn't happen, I I don't think my message would have been perceived the way that God intended it for it to be. If 2022 did not happen, girlies, pass me the wine would not be out there right now. And if 2022 never happened, then pass me the vodka will not be written. And 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 let me tell you all something, girlies, as I am approaching age 26, I'm going to be 26 in the next few days. I'm going to tell you something. Do not beat yourself up. And this is one of the first things that I want to say before we get into our point on what we're going to be intentional about this year and what is the theme for the podcast this year. Because we have a theme and we're going to stick to that theme. And I'm going to build around this theme for us. Do not beat yourself up for the mistakes that you made in your earlier years. I'm going to tell you something and a lot of people may not believe me because they have watched my journey from the outside looking in. And I want you to know something. The knowledge that I have now is extremely, extremely more in depth than what I had at age 20. It's more in depth than what I had at age 18. It's more in depth of what I had at age 23. Being now that I'm entering into age 26 in the next few days, and I'm going to tell you something, girlies, I really, really, really wish somebody would have hold my hand and give me this advice that I give you all a long time ago, because as I get to know myself, I realize I am a great woman. Woman, I am a profound woman. I am a respected woman. I am a woman that is deserving of love. I am a woman deserving of roses. I am a woman deserving of red carpet treatment. And a few years ago, I didn't believe that. And, I, and it wasn't that it was a belief. It was in my mind. My mind was already, it, 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 it was like, I can't explain it to you, but I was not very enlightened about men and relationships, which is why I try my best to give you the information to not go through what I went through, because I'm going to tell you something. I really feel as if I would have been 
a, a, and let me say a little, I think I would have been further in life, so much more further in life if I did not have so much chaos in my love life if I wasn't trying to figure out what to do next with a person. And I'm going to tell you something. I spent and I wasted a lot of time with one person in particular. And honestly and truly, as I look at my life at 26, because now I'm entering into the latter years of my 20s, I wish I would have enjoyed life more. I wish I would have walked away from people more often. I wish I would have not allowed persons to disrespect me. I wish I wouldn't have allowed men to put their hands on me. I wish I would have loved me a bit more. So now in my later 20s, I am going to be the woman that my earlier 20s would have wanted to hear from, would have wanted to listen to. That's what I'm going to do for myself. And I don't care if it takes me 10 years. I don't care if it takes me 10 days. I don't care if it takes me 10 hours. This will always be the goal and the motive to be the woman that I wish that I had when I was in my earlier 20s. You have to now, and I saw a quote the other day, you have to be a mother to yourself sometimes. You understand? And I wish I would have gone out more, and I wish I would have traveled the world more, and guess what? I am making that conscious decision that I don't care who goes with me. I don't care if a man is outside of me now this year. I'm going to continue going because if I am not happy, and I said this to a, a show that I spoke to the other day, I am no longer sitting to tables where I am not being served. Because because at the end of the day, why would I sit on a table where I am not welcome? Why do we sit the tables where we are not being fed? In real life, we don't do it. But in the figurative life, we do it. There's a personality and a mind and a spirit shift that you have to do this year. And this is why I'm going to get into the quote this year. And the quote this year is, my happiness in my relationships and life is non-negotiable. Let me tell you something. You do not endure anything that does not have glorification at the end. This is how you are able to understand if an experience is worth going through or if an experience is worth walking away. And I fought to find that answer for a very long time. Joe, how to know when to walk away from something that is not for you and how to know to endorse something that helps you. And then it clicked to me. There are some experiences in life. There's no glorification at the end. This is how you know when to walk away from something. So let's, let me give you an example. And, and this is wisdom that they may not tell you because a lot of times, sometimes some situations in life, you cannot run away from. They have to happen in order for you to endure it. However, you have to already see that at the end. And I'm going to give you two examples. For examples, in relationships, if this is something that is not worth enduring to the end, there's no type of glorification. There's no type of growth. There's no type of championship at the finish line. Leave it. What does it profit you to stay with a man that does not love you? What does it profit you to stay with a man that abuses you? What, it, what, what does it profit you to stay with a man that talks to you any kind of way? And I'm going to tell you something, nothing. Because even if you say to yourself, the only thing that you could really tell yourself at the end of all of this, he may change. That is not a real victory. 
His change behavior is not a victory. However, if you decide to take on entrepreneurship and, and it's not going the way that you want it to go and you have to tweak some, 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 something in this journey, but at the end of the day, you know that financial freedom is at the end, then you do it. But if you are going to compromise your happiness now and there's not a fulfillment or victory at the end, this simply means walk away. And I wish, I wish someone would have told me that a long time ago because then guess what? And, and you could know this even on jobs. If this is a job that does not make you happy and you don't see a goal at the end because you really don't aspire to be anything at the end of this career path, Walk away from it and find something more fulfilling. This is how you know what to endure and what to discard of. And I wish somebody would have told me that. And, 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 and the wisdom that I give, some is from experience and some is really just from me asking God what to do now. But remember the quote for this year, my happiness in my love life in my relationships and in my life on the whole is non-negotiable. Why do we wake up every day and make a conscious decision to be unhappy? Why do we wake up every day? Because you know what I told myself? There was, let me tell you something, there was a time that I would have stayed on a job that didn't make me happy. When, you know what I was supposed to do? I may not like this job, but I'm going to endure this job and look for another job that makes me happy. That is a solution. Not consciously waking up every day to be unhappy. The solution for the relationship that you don't want to be in is you're going to wake up every day and you're going to get that effort to leave. Because of course, we all know leaving does not require me jumping up in one day and saying it is finished. But as a woman, if you are trying to build to escape something that no longer brings you joy. You need to start now. You need to start detaching mentally now. You need to start getting your money together now. You need to start figuring out how to be independent now. You need to start looking for somewhere to live now and you work towards it and you don't tell anybody what you're doing. Because in order to be happy in this world, you have to keep some things to yourself. Your happiness is non-negotiable this year. No means no. I remember I have a habit and sometimes I still do it that when I say no, I have to explain myself. And I did this because when I used to tell people no, that did not like that my response was no, they would in return ask me why and make me feel some type of way for saying no. This is compromising happiness. So these are the things that we're going to look into this year. And, and I want you to carry these principles with you in everything, not just in relationships, because this is something that I want you to understand, girlies, and I need you to understand this very well. You will not get better in relationships if you don't get better within yourself. Nobody told me that. Nobody told me that. I used to wake up some mornings and I used to ask myself, why do I attract this kind of man? And then I remembered something and something so heavy, 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 heavy and deeply. I attract what is in me. 
Because off the back, if I attract something to me that is not within, that's not within me, my spirit would automatically repel it, even if it is around me for a certain amount of time. But then there are times, girls, you ever, girlies don't ever wake up one day and be like, how the hell, how the hell I get this far in this shit? How did I get, how did I allow this to go on so long? Because there's something in you that is attracting with this out there. This is why I am telling you this year, we are going to be very raw. We are going to understand that whatever is deeply rooted in us will always come back to us. This is why every day when I wake up, if I don't like a situation, I said it's going to turn positive. I am going to be positive every day. I'm making a conscious decision to be positive because positivity is the first thing of being happy. That even if I don't like how a situation is going, I'm still going to look for the silver lining in it. This is a form of positivity. It might not bring me happiness, but it's still a form of positivity. And eventually happiness will come. Let me tell you this now. Don't negotiate your happiness because sometimes it brings me to tears that I wasted at least four to five years of my life in internal and deep agony and pain and unhappiness. I was unhappy for a very long time in my life. Although I was smiling, I was so unhappy. And I was so unhappy. And you know when I realized that I wasn't happy? It's when I literally looked. Sometimes you have to look and you have to be like, what the fuck? What are you doing now? What are you doing to yourself? Why do you continuously hurt yourself? Because these men cannot hurt us unless we hurt ourselves first. I don't count it a loss if I walk from some walk away from somebody and they don't come back to me, you know. They are not supposed to be with me in the beginning. So as you go into this year, I beg you girlies, as you listen to the podcast, you become very intentional about your happiness. That is the first thing you have to do before you start dating. I always tell you before you start dating, heal. I don't have a problem being by myself now. I am by myself and until, and let me tell you something, I ain't out there stressing what man come my way. I am not out there stressing because the right man can come when he's ready. And let me tell you something, if he's the wrong man, my spirit man can no, you weren't supposed to be around me. This is the type of happiness that you have to be within yourself. You have to know yourself. And I'm going to do a whole episode on the different feminine archetypes, right? To know what type of woman you are. So you do not allow yourself to attract the man that is not for you. We are all a certain type of woman. And, and that's why I tell you why I'm, I'm taking a deep dive in and researching things to really help us girlies. You have to understand what you are as a woman. Now I understand what I am as a woman because for a long time I tried to be other women when it's really not my personality. It's not my personality. My strength is different from the other woman. So I'm going to do a whole episode on the type of how to figure out what type of woman that you are. There are going to be about seven categories and the type of men the wrong kind of men that are attracted to that type of a woman. Because let me tell you something, just like honey, bees are attracted to it. You lay down honey, the bee come in. So you are going to have to learn the bees that are coming your way. As women, we are always going to attract good and bad, but we have to be, we have to be witty enough 
And we have to be so deep rooted in our intuition that we understand what can work for us and what cannot. And this is something that I want you to remember. Don't be out here dating for love. You need to date for compatibility because love is going to come eventually. Don't be out here dating for love. Love comes last. I saw, I told you that in my last episode. Love comes last. Compatibility is something that you must look for when dating. And I wish somebody would tell me that. Because what happens, girlies, is that we try to fit puzzle pieces into pieces that are not supposed to be together. Compatibility is a serious thing because compatibility doesn't mean that you are red and, I are, and I'm red. Compatibility could simply be you are red and I am brown. But there's some type of compatibility there. You have to date from compatibility. You date from compatibility and security. Love is going to come eventually. Okay? Please remember this. And the reason that I say compatibility and security, and I just didn't say security, because you can be secure with somebody and they treat you like shit. But if you're dating for compatibility, and let me tell you something, you realize that there's something that I cannot work. Even if that person is giving you security financially, you will realize this would never work because we're not compatible. Walk away from people that are not compatible with you. If your spirit does not click, leave it the frig alone. So this is what we're going to be doing in the new year. Okay, girlies, let's get into it. The first thing that I want you to do when you're looking for a romantic partner this year, and I need you to write this down somewhere, I need you to write it down somewhere. Determine what are you looking for in a partner. Girlies, the only reason, the only reason I'm telling you this is because we are going to evolve into a place on this podcast that we understand the type of woman that we are. When you understand what you are, you understand what you want. Nobody never tell me that. When you understand what you are, you understand what you want. Nobody never tell me that, you know. Nobody told me that. So what happens in dating is with us, right? This is where the first mistake is. Because we don't know what we are, we don't know what we want. When you don't know what you want, you accept anything. For a long time, I'm going to be very honest with you. I used to think I need... I needed a particular personality in a man. But to be honest with you, I'm going to be very honest with you. I, my best relationships have been with gentlemen. Men that are not very aggressive, but men that, that have a subtle masculinity to them. I cannot be with a very aggressive man. And when I say an aggressive man, I can't be, be with a man that is very much so dominant in masculinity that it sometimes causes us to buck heads because I am a dominant leader. Not saying that I don't respect what I am, but as a woman, I know what I am. I am a leader. So therefore, the kind of man that I really, really, really need is one that brings out a side of me that allows me to put down my masculinity. And guess what? This is something that I learned too. We preach femininity, but every man and woman has a masculine side and a feminine side. Some of us operate and and we operate in this side depending on the situations in life. I need a man that's going to bring me balance because my career and my businesses require me to be dominant. But when I come home, I need to have a man that is so secured within himself that he brings out that side of me that I can put down. I I can put down the leader in me. By choice, not by force. These kind of men are not intimidated by successful women. 
because they know that before we are women, we before we are successful women, we are their partners, we are their wives, we are their children's mother. There are many men that I attracted in my life that were very insecure. And what they caused me to do is like put myself in a box, in a shell. So what I started to say is that I would, I, I, this was the solution that I thought for a long time. Joshia, you know what? Every time you meet somebody, somebody is just scared of your ideas. They're scared of your drive. They're scared of everything that you do in regards to what you want out of life. You need to simmer it down. Because you're making, you're, you're, you're making them scared. So then I would think that I have to now go into a different, a different feminine archetype, archetype to, in order for me to have the relationship that I want. Which and I went about it wrong. I'm not supposed to change my feminine archetype. I'm supposed to find someone compatible for it. And this is why I tell you, you have to date for compatibility. Because I know within myself that I have to date a man. That is so masculine. And this is not, not outward masculinity, you know. He is deeply rooted in wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. I need a man like that. I need a man that is deeply rooted in wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Meaning that he is not just winging it at this life. Meaning that he is not just starting off. You know what it is? And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't need a man who's just starting off a business. I need a man that's already been in this business a long time for him to teach me something. I'm going to need a man that, that is going to tell me this is the way to go. So guess what that means? I may have to date a bit older. I may have to date a bit older. So now this means something else. If I'm dating older, I'm going to have to say to myself, Hey, Joe, you may have to now, you may have to now be a little less, a little less, you know, a little less aggressive on saying that you don't want to date a man that has kids because of what it is that you are looking for. Compatibility. Date for compatibility. I wish I would have dated for compatibility a long time because if I had dated for compatibility a long time, I wouldn't have been taking care of men. I wouldn't have been trying to change myself for men because the man that really loves me will not force me to dim my light. He will push me forward to keep it shining. I cannot change that I am a leader. I can't. I can't change that. I cannot. And all my life, I used to think that I, in order for a man to love me, I had to take that leader out of me. And that, 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 I'm, I'm sounding emotional because it, it, it frigged my mind in a way that I was like, that's not me. It's not me. However, I realized what I am. And, and, and guess what? I told myself the woman that I want to be is the Abigail in the Bible. That when my man didn't know what to do, I was able to go before the king and say, please, please have mercy. That's still, Abigail was still a leader. But Abigail still knew her role as a wife. That's what I want. That's what I want. That's what I want. So why should I compromise? And then that goes back to the overall theme. The overall theme of this year. My happiness is non-negotiable. What is in you if it doesn't provide negativity? You need to embrace it. 
if you are a humble woman by nature, right? You are not the one that want to be in the crowd. You are a helper. That's a feminine archetype too, you know. The helper. Not saying that's the name of it, but you are more subjective to help and to assist than to lead. Do not change yourself because you feel as if the successful man wants wants the woman that that is more aggressive in her approach in life. Don't change. Find somebody compatible for you. And this is why I go back to point one. Determine what you are looking for in a partner. You need to know yourself as a woman because when you're looking for a partner for compatibility, you'll need to start thinking about the values, the characteristics, and the interests. This is important because this is what keeps your relationship going. Compatibility. Know what you are looking for this year, girlies. Know, know what you want in a partner. Write it freaking down. It is still early in the year. Write it down. Knowing what you want is that means when you go on this date with this man and you already see this in it. You don't work. Oh, let me see where this goes. No, it's not for you. No. Now we move on to the next one. The second thing is you have to now go out and meet people. You're going to make a conscious decision that I am going to get off the house and I'm going to meet people and I'm talking to me right now. I am a person that I have social batteries and my social batteries are only recharged when I am by myself. And sometimes, this is very honest for me, Sometimes it is because I really need to recharge because of what I do, when I talk, when I speak to you. Girlies, I have to do it. However, I'm going to be very honest with you. However, sometimes I do find myself doing this. It is because I have always been and I spent the majority of my life with men that made me feel as if it is okay, you are going to love me more if I am more accessible to you. That's where that behavior came from. And from a child, my parents didn't allow me to go and socialize with friends. They made me feel it was bad for having friends. This is why I didn't learn about the qualities I should look for in friends. And this is why friendships is a very weak area into my, in my life. Because I prefer not to have friends, to be honest with you. But that's not a flex. We need friends. But I have been conditioned by, not, by my father. And my, and, and my stepmom to make me feel as if that, okay, having friends is a negative thing. Not saying that they didn't teach me that you have to find the right friends. They taught me that having people around you was negative. So what ended up happening, I just started to, I, in, my, in my older years and even up to now, I like to be by myself. I don't know how to pick friends. This is why I said in my last YouTube video, I had a prayer the first time in my life. I pray and say, God, bring me the right friends. Because the friends that I am picking are not working out for me. You have to go out and meet new people. I used to think that me being home was going to cause a man to love me even more. No, that is a lie. It's a lie. Get out the house. It is a lie. 
If you are not focusing on something that requires you to intend, Mama said, if you're not enduring something and you can see the victory at the end, it doesn't bring you any type of growth. Why are you doing it? My victory at the end of being inside is not to achieve a goal. When I know I'm inside to achieve a goal, I know. And when I know I'm inside because I just don't want to deal with people because I have already said I don't want to deal with people, I know I have to change that. The next thing is what you're going to do is going, you're going to be open to different possibilities. You're going to be open to the things that you think can never come. Excuse me. You're going to be open to that. And when I say this is that you're not going to limit yourself. You're not going to limit yourself to say, I can never do this. You're not going to limit yourself to try figure out when can I do this? You, you're not you're not going to limit yourself anymore. You're not going to restrict yourself to a particular demographic. You're not going to restrict yourself to a particular social group. You're not going to restrict yourself to saying that I have to find a man here. You need to be open that you're going to find somebody and that life is going to happen for you in a way that it can be unexpected. You have to be open to the idea that you can fall in love. Stop saying, I wish I had that and start saying that I know it's going to come. A lot of times when I looked at people that are successful in relationships and also in marriages, I would then tell myself, I wish I had that. When I say I wish I had that, it makes it seem as if I feel like I cannot get it. You need to be open and you die, but that's why I say you got to wake up every day and be intentional because when you know what you want as a woman, you already know it's going to come. When you know what you want, you know it's going to come. When you know what you want, you know it's going to come. The fourth thing you are going to do this year when it comes to relationships is that you are going to take care of yourself. Focus on your happiness and your well-being first. If you know within yourself, girlies, I'm going to do a whole episode on this, how to exit a relationship. If you know within yourself that you are preparing an exit from a relationship, do not start dating a man because you might meet that one and the situation is not the right timing and it can mess up everything. Sort yourself out first. Sort yourself out first. That guess what? Guess what? You, you let men know that even if you meet someone interested, I, I, I'm not interested in dating now because I'm trying to sort out myself first. They should respect it. You hear me? They should respect it. Take care of yourself. Focus on your happiness and your well-being. When you are happy and you are focused on you, you become more attractive to the opposite sex. You become more attractive to men when you focus on yourself and your happiness first. This means you are a woman that is content. So if you know it in yourself that your happiness, that some things have to be done for you to be happy again, do it. If you know that your happiness right now can be done, if you find a new job, you're going to be more comfortable finding a new job first before you start dating. If you know that being happy is going to be that you want to make more money, okay? You want to make some more money or you want to start that business, start making money and do the business first. Because guess what? When we are in relationships, we are distracted. 
And when I sometimes it is willingly and sometimes, sometimes it's without us even noticing. The fact remains is that when we decide to share life with somebody else, we have to divide our focus. We have to split our focus. This is why I'm telling you, if you know you live with the man and this man, you already don't know it in yourself. This isn't what it is right now. Prepare your exit. Don't go dating. If you know that you and your baby daddy still can co-parent to a place that he is not going to ruin what you have come in in another man, don't go find the next man. You need to deal with the toxicity that is in your life first. If you know that you want to be a better mother to your kids first, before you go and date somebody, go and focus on your kids. If you know it in yourself, you want to get in the gym and you want to exercise and look good, focus on in the gym and exercise and look good. And then when you have reached the goal that you wanted to do, then you go on and date. But this is what's going to help you. When you are content as a woman, when you are content as a woman, you ain't going to date any and anything because your values. Remember I said the first thing, know what you want in a partner. You can be so content, you ain't dating for money. You ain't dating for security. You ain't even dating for somebody to love you because you love yourself. You can date because this is what I want. You can date now off of compatibility. I wish somebody would have told me that. I used to think that I can just keep looking and hope I catch one. But I realize what I search for can repel but when I ask for it, it can come to me when you ask for something in prayer. You leave it alone. The, 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 the Father never tell us that. You have not because you ask not. And if you already ask God for it, why are you still losing sleep over it? The Bible has told us, is there anything too hard for the Lord? When you have gone down in prayer and ask for something, leave it alone. God already hear you. He ain't a deaf man. But take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. And the last thing is be honest with yourself. Be honest about the things that you know is hindering you from being better. Be honest. Let me tell you something. Honestly, I used to think that I was okay. There's a lot of healing that I have to do professionally through therapists because of what was instilled in me at a young age and the things that I've seen and the trauma that I've encountered. Should I bring a family into this world knowing that's an open door? Nope. Nope. No, ma'am. To be honest with you, I want to be in a particular place in my life before I start dating again. And that's okay. But I'm being honest with myself. I am not lying to myself, telling myself I am perfect and I can go there and find what I need. No. Take time to yourself. Caring for yourself is the first form of self-care and self-love. Let us go through these five things again for us to understand 
My happiness is non-negotiable this year. One, determine what you are looking for in a partner. In values, characteristics, and interests. Two, get out and meet people. Go and meet people. Put yourself in settings to meet sensible men. Three, you need to be open to the things that you feel you can never achieve. Be open that you are going to find Prince Charming. Be open that you are going to be in the best possible shape. Be open that you can achieve everything you want in this lifetime. Four, take care of yourself. And five, be honest with yourself. This is a project. On the next episode, as we dive into now these episodes, these are the questions you refer to and principles for this year. Refer to it. That means now you actually have to sit down and write what the hell you're looking for in a man. And I always just tell you a lot. Don't go into dating blindly. Know what it is that you're looking for. You're going to have to now meet new people. So that means you need to go on Google. And you need to start looking for places that are aesthetically pleasing to what you want to do and where you want to be in life. I've been looking at restaurants and you know what I said. I'm going to start going to these restaurants. I am going to make a conscious effort. I'm going to put money. I'm going to make sure that I'm in a financial position to do these things. Meaning now I have to be intentional. I have to be intentional about what I'm doing now. Because this is me being essential about my happiness. And because I want to be happy, I want to go to these places. So I'm going to do it. Then three, I'm not going to say to myself, I wish I had that. I'm going to say, I know I'm about to get that. Be open. And four, I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to put money to the side to make sure that these hair and nails get due every two weeks or every three weeks. I'm going to put money to the side to make sure that, that my cat is always waxed on time. I'm going to put money to the side. And then five, I'm going to be honest with the things I need to fix about myself. And I'm not going to lie to myself anymore. And I'm going to fix it. This season, we are going to be very intense. And this season, we're going to be very intentional. This season, we're going to be very harsh. Because 2020 was enough damn character development for us to understand what we need to do in 2023. Thank you for tuning in to another episode on the Level Up with Joshia podcast. This was the introductory to season three. Can't wait to hear from the girlies on your feedback for today. I love you and see you on our season premiere. Bye.